Getting up there. Yeah, getting up there, man. So listen, first off, thanks for your time, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. This is really cool. We're sitting here at the... Where are we? The, the it's blue, the blue, the blue Stone... Blue Stone Lane Coffee Blue Stone Company. Lane Coffee, yeah. They make us do all the work. <laughs> That's their slogan. No cash, blue everything Stone is Lane over coffee. there. You do the work. Yeah. We take the profits. And you get no W-2s. That's awesome. Yeah, so hopefully, this is actually the first time I'm using my my H6 Zoom. Oh yeah, for the podcast. That's a cool setup, man. That's yeah. really fucking cool. It's pretty cool. And uh, we're sitting here. She can say hi. Say hi. Hi. Hi, and who are you? Jimmy's daughter Alexa. What's up, honey? You're sitting in on the podcast. You just met Joe. She's yeah. teaching me all kinds of cool things about apps. Yeah. And what the kids are doing these days. Yeah. You get I'm, I'm so far behind. So am I. With what's cool with kids. Yeah, me too. I'm so I'm so far <laughs> yeah, behind. Yeah, dude, me too. It's ridiculous. I thought I was like, I had my finger on the pulse, but I don't you, know. You know, you're way, you're way off the mark, dude. Yeah, yeah I don't so know nothing. I. I don't know nothing. I just asked her if she likes to play Super Mario Brothers. She looked at you with a crooked eye? Like, <laughs> nah, nah, homie. Nah, homie. Nah, homie. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, man, so... <coughs> I don't even know where to begin, because I don't even have a list. I never do that. I just have a conversation. Have you ever listened to any of the episodes yet? I listened to the one with Richie, yeah. Oh, that was a That quick, was the first one I listened to. That was a little quick one outside of the Terror Show. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, every once in a while, a quick little... You know, if you can't sit down, you know, how am I going to do it? Uh, I'm not going to be able to do a full podcast at a terror show. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> we, that's just, yeah, we attempted that too. And it's like, it's you got to get there hours ahead of time and yeah. do it before and or gotta, wait around after. And right. yeah, it's always and difficult. And you got to be like backstage or something like that. So it was a quick little one-on-one just to talk about the new record real quick. And plus, I always listen to your guys' podcast. So I was like, you know what? You guys are fucking funny. Besides the band, obviously. But yeah, man. So... Richie's probably like, yo, like, how come, like, Joe gets, like, a full episode? <laughs> you know what I mean? I saw that. I know he runs the Wisdom and Chains Instagram. I, once I post yours, I saw you. It's probably, like, getting mad. <laughs> Don't worry, Rich. Maybe we'll do, a, we'll, do, we'll do a full one. Yo, I gotta say this right off the bat. Your flyer game is on point. Thank you, sir. Is that you do all the flyers? I do everything. Your flyer game is tight. Thank you, sir. And like, I make the, I do all the ads for for a Post America podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, I always thought I was slick with it. I'm like, you know, <laughs> bust out an ad, <laughs> but man, I got, I don't know how you do it. You gotta show me some tricks. I'll, you're, I'll, you're, I'll teach you. Your ads are dope, man. Thank you. Your man. ads are dope. It's um, I find it to be, I enjoy doing it. So I don't I don't feel like this is like a job. Like once I was booking shows and stuff, and then after a while, it just felt like it was becoming a job. Even though I don't put no money in my pocket, I always said that I'm gonna stop 
when I feel like I'm pressured to do shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of put the booking shows on a little bit of a hiatus. Will I do it again? Probably. We'll see. But like, I never made a dime off of doing shows, which it wasn't the point. I like, you know, I wanted to do it to. First of all, have a good time. There wasn't that many shows in Brooklyn at the time. And I want to, you know, put shows together that I want to see. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, now with the podcast, and even with the shows, like, I enjoyed doing the flyers. It's like, I used to draw a lot, but I get on the computer and, you know, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Because I usually work, I'm on vacation this week, but I usually work from... Like three o'clock in the afternoon until eleven thirty at night. Right. So by the time I have, I live in the middle of Brooklyn, so there's no parking and shit. So sometimes, like after I find a parking spot and I get in the house, it's like one thirty in the morning. I'm wide awake, so it's dark, it's quiet. I get on the computer and I creep on your page and I creep on the Wisdom and Chains page <laughs> and I look at you know, Richie's page and I try to see pictures, crowd pictures, wasp photography and stuff like that. This is hardcore, look, scroll, all creepy, looking for things that I could put together and, you know, make something cool. Well, man, I, I, I noticed that from, like, episodes ago before I even listened to Richie's episode. I'm like, damn, these flyers look so professional and, like, it's just me. Like high quality. It's just me on Photoshop. And my shit is, I just night. take a picture and slap some words over it. <laughs> so Dude, like, hit me up. Basic and like, I have no problem making you flyers, bro. I'll, I'll hook you up. No problem. I have no, I have no yeah, problem. I need a lesson, man. I definitely need a lesson. I enjoy doing. What are you doing on? Uh, I found an app called Fonts Candy. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. probably something that for little kids, you know. But I don't know what that is. It's just like you take a picture and then you can add words on the top of it. That's it. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> it's I'm so basic. No, That's I'm it. Photoshop. Yeah. Yeah, you know um, you have the adult version. Yes, and it's actually a, a very outdated version too. But I'm used to it, so I know how to use it. So I don't know. I enjoy it. I try to, you know, this is it's just me. So I try to promote as much as I can. And just basically, dude, just have a good time. We're sitting here drinking a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I don't have questions. I'm not gonna be. So, Joe, what got you into music? Dude, listen. You know what I mean? That is. Like we're, we obviously we have a new record coming out. Yes. Um, July twentieth. Yeah. So we've been doing a lot of interviews. Fast break records. Fast break records. Go pre-order that right now. Yes. Um, but we've been doing a lot of interviews and a lot of um, getting a lot of like questionnaires, you know, from emails, from yeah. zines and websites and things like that. And sometimes they're so creative and they ask things that I want to talk about. Right. And sometimes it's it's like. What's your uh, <laughs> like? You know, like what are your? Where t- do you get your ideas from? Oh, dude, like questions like that. Yeah, it's, it's like, like oh my, my god, who gives us? Yeah, yeah it's the <laughs> same place you get your ideas from. It's so, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's not a question, right? Yeah, because I don't, I don't go into doing this. Like, I don't even like to say that I like to interview people. Like I just, we just have a conversation. Like it, and it's cool though because, I mean, I've had, I mean, not to fucking myself on the back but like John Joseph was on I had Lou from Sickmanall on like like yeah, man that's a heavy it hitters was awesome. it, it was awesome and it was like two days after you did see we had a little something in common that we both did gang vocals on the new Sickmanall record oh that's right you were there you were there before was, me right I was there after I was there I was there before you I feel like you were there before me and yeah. and my friend uh I think my friend um, Michael Airy was there. Yeah. From, uh, from there was, my, there was my like British friend. There was like 14 people there. Yes. Yeah. There was like 14 or 15 people there. Sick. Yeah, it was, it was sick. So so we did 
it was it was my 50th episode, and it was with everybody except for Pete because he had to fly home. But we sat there in the kitchen at Nova Studios, standing around that big the marble island. Yeah. And just stood there and had a conversation. How amazing is that place, man? Dude. <laughs> Dude, there's ponies there. There was miniature <laughs> ponies. I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to check out Sick But All. Awesome. I'm honored to be able to be a part of my favorite band ever. So, like, this is like, it's crazy. I was like fanboying out a little bit. Even though, like, I knew those guys, it's just like, this is really cool. And I go there, I'm thinking, all right, a little dingy little studio or whatever, hot, whatever. I walk in there, and, like, that wasn't even the main house that we were in. No. It's a house. guest house mansion. It's a fucking... It's a, it's a guest house that's all, that's also a mansion. It's ridiculous, <laughs> bro. I'm like, I'm like, yo, there's, there's wolf dog breed, that like, half wolf, half dogs outside, and there's miniature ponies. Yeah. And there's statues of, like, Neptune and all kinds of gods and stuff. Did you see outside? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, it's like the doghouse is like the size of my apartment. Yo, there's a doghouse. That's a house. It's <laughs> a, a real house that a human could live in, Ridiculous. but dogs live in it. <laughs> yeah. So um, the first time I, I went there, those dogs are like a very rare breed of yeah. German Shepherd. Okay. They're white German Shepherds. So weird. Not out. Oh, excuse me. They're not albino, but they're they're just white fur. All right. But they have such powerful jaws that they. Chew on on rocks like giant rocks. Dude, it was it, was, it had a rock in its mouth. Yeah, they have There's no squeak toys. They they have rocks that are the size of basketballs yeah. that they pick up with their and they just take them over to the corner and chew on them and lick them and toss them around to each other. These dogs are just giant, massive animals, man. Crazy. Yeah, that's a crazy place, man. Yeah, man, it's awesome. Great experience so, being there. Great experience being there. Great experience of being a small part of the Sick of Roll record. And I guess you have a guest vocal spot. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> it's funny, like, it wasn't supposed to be... I, I don't think it was, like, technically supposed to be guest vocals. But um, they wanted me to do, like... It was just, like, a, like melodic woes. <laughs> like for, for fans of like wisdom, yeah, for Wisdom and Chains fans or like punk rock fans or hardcore fans, a lot of times you hear melodic woes, and uh, they ask me to sing do these melodic woes. They do, they do. Like so. that, I'm sick of it all. Like like you just said, that's the band that made me want to be in a band. Right. I I've told this story many times. Right. On See, I know that, you know but I mean? didn't want to be the guy. So what was the band? Yeah, yeah. Was the, I know that already. So like you said that. We, uh, Sick of It All is the band that I, I wanted to see them so bad and I had like a handful of tapes when I was younger um, like the, it, it's not the band that got me into hardcore but it's the band that made me want to go to shows and then when I finally did go to a show and I saw them uh, Sick of It All uh, Youth of Today um, I think Snapcase it was like an early Snapcase show okay. at City Gardens in Trenton, New Jersey so uh, it, it blew my mind. Of it course. just changed my yeah. life forever. Like, hands down, that yeah. was like a pivotal yeah. moment in my life. Changed me forever. Absolutely. And it made me, like, we, we formed our first band on the way home from that show. Which band? Feeble. Fee- Feeble, that's yeah. right. Okay. So we, we had a discussion on the way home from that show. You know, like, oh, you you play the guitar, I'll play the drums, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's yeah. figuring out what we're going to do. Because yeah. I was like, I, I know I'm definitely going to be doing that forever. Yeah. And my, my goal from the start was just to play one show with Sick of It All. 
That was my goal and from the start. And you've done European tours with them. Yeah, we've, I've been really lucky that we've been... You've been on their records, he's been on your records. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome, man. It worked out very... It's it, it, There's a cool, like... It's a beautiful thing. Full man. circle type of a feel Absolutely. to it because... Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's a good feeling just knowing that that I uh, I kind of like I belong here. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I know for I know for a hundred percent certainty that I belong in this yeah this the, the history of this music. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it makes me I feel good about that. You and know? you should, man. That's a fucking beautiful thing. It's like it's like I was never in a band, and everybody's like, how come you were never in a band? I don't think I have the patience, you know what I mean? But, I don't know, maybe just, I just that's just the way my life went. I don't know. For some reason, whatever those reasons may be, I was never in a band. Um, but, like, I've said this on the podcast a million times, and I always say this before I say this all the time on the podcast, I've said it a million <laughs> fucking times, is that the band that got me, I, I grew up a metalhead. You know, from the stupid early friggin' like Motley Crue Shout of the Devil got me into, I guess, metal. You know, growing up listening to like basically a lot of Queen, Zeppelin, stuff like that in the house when I was younger. And then one day in 1990, I went to Lemoore's in Brooklyn to go see Suicidal Tendencies on the Lights, Camera, Revolution tour. White Zombie was the first band on, second band, Leeway. Never heard them. I heard of them, never heard them at all. I went there to see Suicidal. Leeway came on, changed my whole shit. He came out, they opened up with Rise and Fall, I saw the place explode, and I'm like, long hair, rocking a mullet back in the 1990, yeah. and I'm just like, what do we have here? And then fast forward all the way up until two years ago, when I was still booking shows, I did my second Veterans Benefit and leeway headline so it's like it's bugged out how from back then and then obviously I was I was in and out of the scene because I joined the military and stuff like that so I was just I wasn't here you know what I mean so but it's kind of a full circle not in the aspect or to the degree of you being on tour with Sick of It All and stuff like that but in a weird way it's a full circle thing like I was standing on that stage in, in, in a little tiny little spot in Brooklyn with a shitty grin on my face having Leadway headline one of my shows that I booked and it was an awesome feeling yeah no you know I, I, mean? I believe it man yeah and you like I know you've been involved for a long time booking shows and connecting dots yeah like that shit all counts man it yeah. all counts and it all like yeah it's, it's all like a small pieces of a bigger picture you yeah. know what I mean like every yeah. I, that's the way I feel about like what I what I've done thus far musically you know and in, and as far as like in, in, being involved in hardcore is that it's it feels good that I'm like a small piece of a bigger picture absolutely and um and everybody there. everybody that books shows you're doing a, a, pod, a hardcore themed podcast yeah. for the most part right for the now. most part and uh booking shows like everything it's like little pieces of a giant puzzle yeah. and when you step back and you look at the history of the thing from you know bad brains till now oh, it's like yeah. damn look what we did man, man look what we awesome. all did together like, look at a band like look at a band like Madball like I remember being like at a, at a Sunday matinee on CBGB's and then I would there was like this little falafel spot it was a tiny hole in the wall like the size of the doghouse at Nova Studios like <laughs> this tiny little hole in the wall and they sold falafels out of there and Freddie Madball was working behind the counter this is like 1991 92 maybe 
the very beginning of yeah. I don't even think that they thought Madball was going to even be a thing at the time yet I walk in there Vinny Stigman's sitting in there Will Shepler's sitting in there Freddie is in the back sweating his ass off working the counter making falafels and now it's like how many studio records have they had how many stadi- a stadium tour with Corn and Limp Biscuit? like from from what from that, well, the shit that they accomplished it's it's ridiculous with no corporate sponsors with none of that no MTV play none of that stuff yeah it's incredible so, man it's incredible man like it takes drive it takes determination and and I don't know I think, I think it's unique in a lot of ways man like, yeah as far as other genres of music and shit like that it's a completely unique culture it is because you stay connected to you never you never if you're doing it right if you're doing it right you never rise above the level of hanging out with right. everybody right. everybody hangs out with everybody you're right. never you should never rise above the, the level where you stop hanging out with the people that are coming to see you exactly. or hanging out with you know the people you grew up with and right. you know and, and started going to shows with yeah. so if you're doing it right that's the way it's it that's when it feels right you yeah. know absolutely um and oh my god it's just such a good feeling to like bring a friend on tour with you oh, or something sure. like that like you you bring one of your homeboys on tour like Ray you grew up with like like young Ray <laughs> my friend young Ray or uh you know we brought our friend Derek on tour with us we brought whatever we brought a lot of friends on tour with us over the years yeah and uh it's it's good. It, it's right. It feels right. You know what it's I mean? Amazing. It's like yeah, we're all like. I don't even know that feeling, you know? but I'm sure it could be amazing. It just feels right, and uh, it's it's cool, man. I'm I'm so happy to be this summer in particular. Yeah. For some reason, like this You're 2018, feeling I'm feeling it. it so much, man. I know. I see like that. this new Madball record is killing me, bro. Right. It's so good, uh-huh. and it it's like every single listen, it gets better and better and better, and I'm like, damn, like they. It sounds like Madball, but it sounds like different than Madball. Right. And it's it's like they took a chance. They took a little bit of a risk. You have to. You have to just to not be bored with your, you, with, keep it fresh. you know, in you your own to. skin. You, you sure. got to change it. So they, they took a little bit of a risk, but oh my God, dude, it's so fucking good. Yeah. It's so good. And like... Uh, I got a lot of things going on. I was I was at the studio with uh, with Terror a few weeks back. Love that band. And yo, their new record is crazy. I good. know. Richie it's says so that good. Said, Richie sounds like Scott says he's just like evil. Yo, it's so mean. It's I just so it. mean. It's so it. good. And like, I'm so excited for that to come out. Um, I don't know. It's just crazy. New sick of it all. New wisdom and change. New sick of it all coming out. I, we were in the studio. Let's hear yes. like I didn't even hear a full song. Me neither. Yet. I just Me hear little neither. snippets, and I'm like, oh my god, I this know, is so good. Same here. Um, I'm good friends with Code Orange, right. and they just put out like a little, uh, like a like a four song EP. Okay, and it's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's, and they got yo, they got the dude, the 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 dude uh, Corey from um, Slipknot. Okay, singing on a song. No shit. Like yo. Hardcore is putting their foot in the, in the world's ass yeah. this summer, man. Yeah, it's man. crazy, man. Yo, they will play, would they play I Saw You a live video and whatever? They played fucking, what was it, NXT? Who? Oh, WWE? yeah, yeah. They yeah. played at Barclays Center. That's crazy. They played Barclays Center. Who would have, they, they never would have thought that. No. <laughs> no. It's amazing, dude. But it's just incredible, man. Yeah. It's like, yo, you can do anything, man. We can do anything in this music. And, like, we have, like, a really powerful voice and a lot of, like, I mean, I don't, I don't know if this is like the goal, but there's hardcore 
music, the hardcore scene is starting to have like influence yeah. over over like an element of like pop culture. Yeah. I would never want hardcore to become pop. No. But it in my opinion, it deserves to be on a pedestal the way pop music is on a it pedestal. It should, because it, it was never really recognized. Like, it should be on a pedestal the way metal is on a pedestal. Right. You know, like there's it's like... a cousin. It's a cousin. It's a cousin. It's the cool cousin it's of metal. It's the cool cousin. It's the cool cousin. It's the dope cousin. <laughs> <laughs> the cousin with the porno mags, There man, you, you know? go, there you go. Hitting under the bed. Creepy yeah. cousin. The cousin that offers you weed. <laughs> yeah, and the, the cool cousin. Box. Yeah. And I say no thank you, but... Yeah, so Thanks. You're cool. Yeah. You're cool cousin. I say no thank you, yeah. You're still my cool cousin and I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of shit going on. You guys are going back out to Europe. Yeah, we got a tour. This hardcore. Well I'll see you there. So I got, yeah, I got all my, my all four tickets every year. Yeah, it's the best, man. Yeah. It's Christmas for us. Yeah. I yell at you every single fucking this is hardcore. You probably don't realize because you're up there in the world, but <laughs> eh, I rob your microphone every once in a while. You gotta do it, man. Yeah. That's the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we have like a busy couple of weeks. We just actually dropped the song today. I did not listen to it yet, but I saw. Yeah, it's uh, it's being well received. Thankfully, yes. you know what I mean. Um, it's always a little scary. So you know what I mean? It's scary. Dope. It's like it's like, and I'm not just saying this because you're here and I'm not blowing smoke. But it's like you said, like with Madball, you know, sounds like Madball, but it's a little different Madball. I feel that's the same thing with Wisdom and Chains records. Like, it's Wisdom and Chains. And I say this, not even just, like I said, not, not just because of you, like, I'll say this to everybody, like, yo, Wisdom and Chains, those motherfuckers know how to write a song. And I don't know what it is, with the, collectively with you, all you guys, but it's, difference not the right word. You're one of my favorite bands, they, hands down. But it's like, you can write a fucking song that, like, I don't know. I don't, it, it, there's a vibe, and I don't know what it is, but it's awesome. And, yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate no, it's, it. It's awesome, dude. And, like, I'll be honest, like, I got, I'm not going to say I got into Wisdom Chains late. It was right after Die Young dropped. I was living in North Carolina at the time, so I was kind of a little out of the loop. It was still MySpace days and shit like that. So right after Die Young dropped, that's when I was like, Wisdom Chains, and then I heard We're Not Helping, and I'm like, yo, what? So right from there, hooked, and been following ever since, dude. It's fucking awesome. I'm looking forward to this shit. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's weird because you... All right, we, we all have just five... Guys, yeah, and and it's not even the original five. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but every time that there's been like a, a member change in the band, the the new guy isn't just like a, a higher gun. Like he right. becomes you're a member of the band, and Absolutely. we want your input. We want your right. we want your opinions. We want your your ideas. Yeah. And we want like you know if you have a song, bring it to the table. Let's we'll we'll work on it if it's dope. You know. Yeah. So. Like, for instance, on the last record, Luke wrote a song. He wrote a song on drums. It was just beats. He said, I got this thing, I, I need riffs and stuff, but I have, like, a, the, the structure of a song. And he came with, like, this structure of a song, and we put it together, and uh, it turned into the song Skinhead Gang. Oh, no shit. And that was that was Luke's song. He wrote that. Look like, at Luke Rota. Dude, Luke Rota is a killer, man. Yeah, He's awesome. a killer. And he, uh, yeah, he brought that to the table, and I was like, it's appreciated because it's hard to write songs, man. Yeah. It's hard, yeah. and it's hard to be, it's hard to 
be like fresh. Yeah, it's hard to so I'm sure, sound I'm sure fresh. You guys are, I'm sure that's just it's natural to be like, I will put out a new record. Uh, I hope people like it. You know, I hope you like it. You know, I'm, I'm telling sure. you this, and I'm this sure is, it's got to be nerve wracking. You guys put so much passion and work into it that you hope it's well received. I get it. This is the most frustrating part about writing a new record at this point because we're hypercritical of ourselves now this is the this is the the worst part to me is that for every song that we we put on a record there's probably three songs that get thrown out right yeah that we were working on or a little bits and pieces that you're like oh that's dope we should do something with that you know what i mean and they just never nothing ever comes of them and it's kind of like it's it feels like you're like leaving a child behind. You know what I'm right, saying? Yeah, like, no, you're like, oh yeah. shit! Like that, the, that one could have been good. That yeah. one could have been. Are you the anal retentive yeah. one? The, are you the perfectionist? No. Or well, with it... certain things, with certain things, I am. Yeah. But I mean, th- this is the other frustrating part: is that for something, there's something that I hear that sounds amazing to yeah. me, and four other people are like, that sounds like garbage. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that sucks. Or, or worse is when like, three other people say it. Uh, or two other people. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, is it, if four people say it sounds like shit, then you could probably trust that it sounds yeah, like shit. You know I mean? but, but for me, there, like there's a song on this record that I completely rewrote. Completely right. wrote, rewrote. And I had it I, in my mind, this is a finished, done deal. Right. This is the hit. This yeah. is the one that's going to take it, you know, taking us right to the video top. And uh, everyone hated it. Really, everyone hated it. <laughs> and I had to, I had to forget these lyrics that I loved. I had to forget the melody that I loved and really? everything. And re- because I really, we all really loved the music, and so I had to. Pretend like I never wrote this song before, oh, which is like heartbreaking, man. Yeah, it really man. is because when you, you know, when I when I have like a lyrical idea, I'm not just like I, I'm very critical of my lyrics, yeah. and, you're and I'm very critical it, of the melodies I put into it and everything. And I want it to be, I, I need it to be like awesome. I need it to be yeah. dope. And uh, when I think I got it, I'm, I trust myself, right. and sometimes maybe a little too much. You know what I mean? But that's uh, that's one of the things I've learned over the years is to trust the other guys, yeah. you know, even though it hurts sometimes. Well, it's a democracy, right? Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. yeah. Even though it hurts sometimes when, they, you know, something you wrote and that you love is not c- clicking with people. Yeah. Uh, if you just trust that the majority is correct, then, and then you, you, it. Yeah. you know, yeah. you, like your, your band is a core sample of an audience. Absolutely. If you look at it that way. Sure. If you if you have five people in an audience, that like like four out of five, that's eighty percent. Yeah. Right. So eighty yeah. percent of an audience right. says a song sucks. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. No matter if you yeah, like it or not. Staring at you. Yeah, you got to get rid of that song. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Right. That's a good way to look at it. So it's yeah. logical. Yeah, you got to do. So there's a little bit of math that goes into it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's hard. It's true though. I love the I love the record and I love the. Uh, I'm, I'm, we're all really happy with it, you know. Yeah. And um, Richie came up with the title from the Thurston Howell the third song. Yeah, that's funny because <laughs> we were uh, we listened to him on tour a lot. Yeah, I've heard of him. And I think Richie does it just because 
certain guys in the band don't like it. Right. Oh yeah. So oh, he likes to he likes Richie, to push buttons. Listen, Richie's the biggest button pusher, and I get where he comes from. It's hysterical. Yeah. I find him hysterical because it's fun, not man. in a malicious way. <laughs> so you gotta. I get it. Like every time, like he's he gets he makes me laugh. Richie gets bored easy. Yeah. He gets so bored. And to entertain himself, uh-huh. he likes to drive people crazy and frustrate and people. Yes. But he's not, it's not evil. It's, it's not. just like, if it's, to, to him, it's like, this is this is his entertainment. Right, this is, he makes like, himself laugh. Yeah, it's to make himself, himself laugh. Absolutely. And then when it's done, you know, if, you're, if your feelings are hurt, he'll buy you like an ice cream cone or something. <laughs> <laughs> Pat you on the head. Yeah. But, uh, he, yeah, he, he's, uh, he plays Thurston Howell a lot. Yeah. And I have grown to love this dude. Yeah. I think his rhymes are dope and so clever, and his cadences are so clever. Yeah. And um, I, I love him. And he, that's a great line. And I remember when we when we all first heard it together, even the people who couldn't stand Thurston Howell yeah. were like, whoa, like that's, that's, a, that's, heavy, deep. that's a heavy line, that's a man. That's a deep statement. It's true. It's a if deep you really statement. think about it, nothing in nature respects weakness. Think about it. Yeah, it's 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 fact. And think about how it applies to you, to, yeah. to all of us personally, like sure. in your life, like if you fucking being weak, like you better fix it, or you know yeah, somebody's gonna take it. advantage of you. Absolutely. Somebody's gonna roll roll, roll over you. Exactly. You know exactly. Yeah. Um, you need a new Jedi mind tricks. Yeah. Oh Amazing. God, Amazing. Vinny rules. Vinny's the man. Vinny's the man. But he's untouchable, man. Untouchable. Bro, fucking nicest dude ever, man. Good dude. But uh, this is hardcore. Who are you excited to see? So I, I, oh, gotta, I gotta give Joe and Chris and and everybody who else who puts anything into that fest, man. I don't know how those guys do it. I mean, I was booking shows with, all right, if, if I had a big show, it was 14 bands in one day. And it's like, you know, everything runs smooth, good. But that's just one show, 14 bands. Like, to do what they do on the scale that they do on the bands that they get, it's ridiculous, bro. Yeah. It's the, it, it's the, it's the greatest fest on the East Coast, period. It's the, yeah, it's, it's, it's like my, it's my favorite fest all Me too. Every year. It's first, you know, so. I don't know if it's because it's home, it's Philadelphia, and like, I don't, maybe that has something to do with it. But it's also, just just like they created an atmosphere yeah so the hardest thing about a fest the hardest thing about shows booking a single show with five bands yeah is without realizing it a promoter's job is to create an atmosphere of excitement absolutely that's your job so if you're just slapping random bands on that don't vibe with each other and the music just doesn't click, it ain't work. It doesn't work. No. Nope. And your show's gonna be whack. Yeah. And a lot of promoters will bang their head against the wall for years. Be like, I don't understand. I, you know what I mean? I put the, I had this headliner. How come this didn't work? Because there's an atmosphere that's missing. Right. So what that what Joe and Chris and all those guys do so well is create an atmosphere of excitement around the fest and I've seen Joe I've sat with him and he's explained to me how he how he lays out a flyer there's such incredible detail it's like a science yeah there's just in the 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 layout of of the flyer there's such detail he he showed me a flyer one year that had all four days okay on one flyer he said this flyer has to make sense when you're reading it top to bottom 
like the order of the bands was you know um, August whatever you know what I mean and yeah. then the headliner and then it, the bands below them right. the way most flyers are right? right he lines them up this way and it has to make sense right then he goes across as if you're reading it on a page from a book and he goes left to right and it has to make sense left to right to him and it's not even the same deck it doesn't even need to no it doesn't even need to that's the kind of detail so that means Joe's a half psycho and that's awesome yeah he's crazy (laughs) he's insane but it works it does and it creates an atmosphere and every year it feels like a fresh brand new cool thing every year yeah you ask me who I'm excited to see uh, there's a band called For the Love of the Anvil. So the Anvil band, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't. I, I think it, it's going to be really well received. Yeah. I don't know if they were ever like that big of a band. I don't think they were. I but saw them at Tsunami Fest like three years ago. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So the 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 thing about this band though is that they had they were like the first hardcore band that I ever saw that put like work into the the set yeah like the 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 uh, set environment and the set atmosphere right yeah so they actually built like like backdrops and shit like crazy like you know plywood backdrops <laughs> yeah. that they set up and they have an anvil on the stage and That's it was great. like it was like a show you know yeah. what I mean um Fury of Five did it with stage presence right you know what I mean? Yeah. And they, they were, like, top of the game with, yeah. as far as, like, stage presence yeah, and having, dude. like, almost like an, an act. Not in a not in a cheesy way. Right. Not, but it was not like a gimmick. Yeah, it wasn't a gimmick, but it right. was, like, a rehearsed, like, they had their stage show down to a sign. But For the Love Of was, was experimenting with, like, other things, like, like almost like theatrics. You know, they brought like theatrics into into hardcore, and it, I thought it was dope then. And I had their demo, and it was like I used to fall asleep to their demo. Not that it's boring, right. but it, it used to like it would zone me out and put me into like like you're 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 in this other like world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this crazy world of, that they're creating for you sonically. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm I'm really excited to see them. Yeah, I'm excited to see E Town Concrete. Of, of course. course, I love E Town. Sick of it all. Sick of Always. it all. Of course. Incendiary, I think that new that newest Incendiary record, I think rules. Dude, Incendiary is one of the dopest bands Dude, that New York has put out in the last yeah. 15 years. Absolutely. Like they are so good. They're ridiculous. And the live show is always just on point. Yeah, they're so energetic and. The, the songs are written in a way that every song has like a crescendo. Yeah, yeah. You know, every yeah. song builds to a yep. crescendo. Yeah, and they, they killed the song what two years ago. It was ridiculous. Yeah, they're, they're phenomenal, man. I yep. love those guys. What a, they're such a good band. Yeah, and you guys played every year except for one year. Yeah, since the inception of this song club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been lucky in that way too. Yeah, because um, I know. That's another thing that Joe like normally would never do. Yeah, is have bands play multiple years well, in a row. One, there's always that so, one. It's like you're like the house band. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. I don't want to be the house band like you know where people go. You know, once a year you get guys dinner. Can play the you know, but, that's good. <laughs> but I do enjoy playing it, and I just like being there. It's a great. It, it, it's a great 
reason to have to be at This Is Our Club. Oh, yeah, dude. You know? Yeah. And it's just like, even if you're not a big fan of particular bands or whatever, you can go outside, you can still hear the bands. You just see people that you don't see all year round. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'll go outside, I'll hang out, and, you know, just bullshit. It's just, there's merch, there's this. You don't have to go nowhere. All the food trucks and everything. Like, they, they, they know how to put a show together, man. Think it's of it. Awesome. Yeah, think of it like this. Let's think of like a like your like a family, a regular American family, or any family anywhere in the world, right? If you have family reunions once a year, twice a year, three times a year, it's a it's like a a relationship builder. Sure. It keeps everything strong. It keeps like the bonds between family members strong. Right. It keeps everybody up to date with what's happening. It keeps everybody current. Yeah. It keeps you involved in each other's lives. Sure. That's what this is hardcore is. Yeah. That's what all Absolutely. hardcore fests should, should be. be. Right? Yeah. You're like building these you're you're reinforcing these these family bonds that we choose yeah. with each other and you're just like reinforcing it over you know, multiple fests each year, yeah. or even you know, show to show, but on a bigger scale, fest to fest. Yeah, you and know, there's a vibe, like you said, there's a vibe that he creates in that show. Like, I don't think I've seen. There was one little scuffle that happened Thursday at the at Union Transfer last year, and it was handled within 30 seconds. Joe Hawkeye saw it happening from the stage. He jumped down off the stage, dragged this dude out, and it was a wrap. There's never any problems. I never see fights. No. I never see none of that. No. And it's awesome. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. I look forward to it. Three years ago was the first time I ever went to this hardcore. For some reason. I went by myself on the Saturday. It was the same it was the same show that Bane played their final set with this. Oh my god. Amazing. I was standing on the stage up against the stacks. Watching it, and it popped in my head. I've said this a million times also on the podcast, but it popped in my head. I'm like, no matter what happens, I don't even care who's playing. It doesn't matter what's going on. I'm making sure that my vacation from work revolves around this, and I will be here all four days. And that's what I've been doing ever since. Yeah. Ever since. And you and a lot of other people... Had that same exact... That's thing. why it works, because crazy. the atmosphere that he created is one of, like, a family thing that yeah. you want to keep going back and seeing your people. Yeah. You want to go, oh, my God, so-and-so is going to be there. Oh, I can't wait to sit down and talk with, with her or him or whatever. Like, yeah. it's, it's a family vibe yeah and that's the testament that's yeah. the proof so right there got, that's the proof hook yeah. line and sinker they got me yeah like, I don't give a shit what's happening man yeah there. no it's amazing man and he's yeah. like he's a mad genius man Joe is a mad genius yeah. he really is might, if he has time I might do a little quick something something with him at, at the talk yeah I have like 12 different things lined up for, nice for that that's sick that's another good thing about it yeah I'll show like, you yeah. I'll, I'll show you my flies I have dude I have like 15 of them ready nice. I'm like I'm a psycho like that I'm like dude like it takes me a while like like there's certain things that you probably won't even notice that I zoom in like 500% and I look in and I make things certain straight and wet yeah I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm 8 over 10 dude, that's like that, great dude. though man attention to details yeah, you big know time. that's yeah, awesome big time. yeah it's awesome it's fun shit so where you got you guys are headed to you, after this is hardcore you guys are going to Europe yeah the, the that week actually the, the following week we're going to uh, I think Thursday who are you going out with? 
Um, we're going out alone. We're doing a mostly headlining tour, That's but there's awesome. a lot of festivals that we're on also. Um, we're lo- we, we've got to play a couple like repeat festivals that we played a few years back. That's awesome. Um, we're playing Ypres Fest again, which is nice. A, it's very similar European uh, version of This Is Hardcore. It's okay. very similar. It's a few days? It's okay. like, a, yeah, I think it's... I think four days. Okay. I could be wrong about that. I know I know they've done like four days before, but... All right. Um, E-Profess is great. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've heard of it and I've, I've, I've seen flies, but obviously... That's one thing that I want to do, man. Before I tap out, I want to I want to go overseas to some sort of an open-air festival. Just yeah. to watch. Never been. I had the opportunity, but my daughter was... She was maybe... Three months old, and I couldn't go. Candace from Walls of Jericho and Mike Hasty from Walls of Jericho were like, "Dude, if you can make it over to with full force, we'll hook you up with you know laminates and all." all That's that a stuff. good one, yeah. So I was this close to going, but she was three months old, and I was like, "I just can't. I can't. I can't go to Germany." Yeah. For like a week and a half, because I would make it a whole deal. Like, she was way too young. Yeah. And I wouldn't bring her, but just to leave her with her, I just couldn't do it. There was something off when I just couldn't do it. My conscience, I couldn't do it. Yeah. But that was my opportunity. That's understandable. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to go to with full force and go see whoever was on that bill. At that That's time. a good fest. See, there's a weird thing. Like, Europeans, I don't, I don't know how this is part of their nature but they love going to these outdoor fests and camping out (laughs) and I don't think I don't think American hardcore fans would be down with that no like camping out to see the hardcore show for three days a lot of white trash would do that yeah but not your typical like not your typical like hardcore fans no yeah I know but what's up what's up with the Europeans it works with with some festivals like there's there's festivals like Firefly Festival or uh Coachella, yeah, or uh, I know like um, what's that? Big, uh, South by Southwest, like there's a lot of like yeah. camp campers. Yeah, but it's, but it's not hardcore kids. No, exactly. Coachella, like where are you going That's to see what Coachella? I'm you saying. Go to see Kanye West at Coachella. That's what and I'm saying. Molly or whatever the hell these yeah. idiots are doing yeah. So like a hardcore fan in America, I don't think your average hardcore fan is like a camping a enthusiast. Camping guy. But no. these. European hardcore. There's a lot of camping European hardcore yeah. friends. I don't know what it is. I can but see Richie Crutch in a sleeping bag. <laughs> in a uh-huh. pup tent? In a pup, yeah. in a pup tent? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a, I don't know if that could work over here the way it does over there. Like open air fests for yeah, hardcore. Where, yeah, for where hardcore. would they put it? Oh, man. Where would they put it? It would have to be thing. in one of the rectangular see, states in the middle of the country. Hellfest worked. Back in the day, in Syracuse, Hellfest right. was was an open air successful thing, but it was like it's not quite the same type of open air because you're under like a giant circus tent almost. Right. In Europe, you're out in the blazing sun. Yeah, you're in like Leipzig in an, in an abandoned like airport, right? Or whatever the hell it was, army base or whatever. I think well, Warp Tour worked for a little while, but Warp Tour is one day. You're not camping out for three or four days. Right. That's one day, and then they're, they move on. Right. So. I, hey, I don't know, man. I don't know if it could work. I don't know either. And it's it's probably expensive experiment. If if someone yeah, wanted yeah, to like you lose your ass, yeah, man. it's Quick probably too. a very expensive experiment. Yeah. You know what I wanted to ask you? 
Because, like I said before, we put the mic on. My my girl used used to live in Bartonsville. Okay. Which is probably not far from where you are. Yeah, that's not. I know far it's not far from Stroudsburg. That's about ten minutes from where I live, right? Okay. Now. Taking it back to Pocono Ghost CP. All right. What's up with this whole thing with ghosts and paranormal stuff over there? I uh, hear a lot about it. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's like volumes of. Do you know, have you experienced any of this stuff? Or do you know any of this? Like, um, what can you feel we were, about the ghosts up there? When we were kids, that it was very, it, it was like a fun thing to do. We'd go, like, ghost hunting, you know. Right. Like, try to go in and find abandoned houses and abandoned, there's a lot of abandoned resorts. Okay. That you could just kick a door open and walk around <laughs> yeah. in, like, a, an old resort. Uh-huh. Or uh, there's a lot of Indian burial grounds. Okay. Things like that. So, I don't know, that was like a fun thing for us to do when we were kids. Right. Um, but is there like a lot of paranormal stuff that goes on over there? Have you heard that? Yeah, yeah. My whole my whole life I've heard it, yeah. I don't, what like, do you honestly, I don't, I haven't, ne- I haven't, like, witnessed too many of, like, the, the folklore type of things. I've right. seen, you know, everybody's seen crazy little things that you can't explain. Right. But as far as, like, the actual, um... Like, there's, I'm not even exaggerating, there's volumes of books of Pocono ghost stories. Really? There's volume after volume of books. Yeah, I wanted to pick your brain on that. I was just wondering. So, um, Devil's Hole is a good one, for instance. In Mount Pocono, there's a place called Devil's Hole, which was the site of a massacre of, uh, like, it was a French fort. Really? And there was a massacre, like, the, the Native Americans massacred a whole bunch of these soldiers there no shit and there was uh, there's another there's there's one right around the corner from where I live actually um, in, in uh, Gilbert Pennsylvania there's a I can't remember the name of the site but there's it was a massacre of like settlers that like you know chopped down some trees put up a cabin and they all got slaughtered nice. you know and there's like there's okay. another one in Shawnee there's another site of a massacre in in Shawnee of uh, at Depew Fort Depew Depew it's it's actually spelled De, Depuy it's like D E P U Y but okay. they pronounce it Depew Okay what's that baby I don't know. So you want to answer something so the Pew Fort is the site of. A, there's a church there, and there's a. The church has these massive shutters that are like solid shutters. Okay. Normally shutters have like sure. like uh, flues in them. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. These shutters shutters are solid because during the church services, the Indians would go up in the woods and shoot through the windows in the church that's and sick. shoot at people <laughs> during Dude, the church services. They weren't playing. Yeah. It's so, crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of weird... And, I mean, obviously, I'm sure there's way more massacres of the Native American yeah. Indians than there, there were of the settlers. Okay. But, um, the, yeah, there's a lot of blood in the ground over there, so okay. I, I'm yeah, sure I, that I wasn't, feeds... Yeah, I wasn't sure where that, that, you know, where your ideas came from to make that easy. Yeah. But I was just saying, I'm poking out ghosts, and I know, you know, because my, my girl used to live over there, and she says that there's things that happen and whatnot, so I wanted to see what your take was. We lived you. We lived in a house. Uh, me, Richie, our friend Sean... Uh, our old drummer Sean, also uh, our friend Eddie, we all rented this big house. Okay. Formerly mansion. I don't think you would call it a mansion these days because right. <laughs> you yeah. know they, they've kind of 
expanded what up. mansion means. Yeah. But this house was owned by, I think it was owned by Jackie Gleason okay. back in the day, and it was owned by Captain Kangaroo or something like that. Okay. Like, it was like a, a lot of the celebrities lived in this house. But, um, we... We had we had some crazy shit happen in that house. Like what? That you can't really like. I don't know what it is. Like it's, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. You want to hear the story? Yeah. All right. So um, I want to hear it, and people want to hear it. So we when we first went to look at the house, I was renting an apartment at the time, and Richie was sleeping on my couch, and uh, so. And then we kind of got like another roommate move in, and it was kind of like we we're outgrowing my my apartment. So we wanted yeah. to get a place together, and so we went and looked at this this house. And as we're walking through the house, Chris Mavermatis was with us, and he just turned around and left. He went out in the car. Okay. And we looked through the house. It's old. It's kind of creepy, but it's really dope. Yeah. Big stone fireplace. Beautiful old wood floors big like exposed wood beams like a really really nice, nice house yeah sounds like it and chris was chilling in the car and we went out there and i, I thought he just was like bored you know or because he's not moving in this place <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when we go outside he's like yo i don't think you guys should rent this place and we're like why he said yo i heard a voice in my head like it it was like loud like somebody was right in my ear what did he say and they said get out of this house that's like that. That's like um, uh, Amityville Horror. Totally like, cliche. Yeah, yeah, total cliche. And we're like, yeah, whatever. You know, yeah. Just being like a, you know, dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> so we moved in this house, and it was not uncommon to hear footsteps really? running up the steps. <laughs> really? Really? You'd be I'm, watching I'm TV, and cool. you would just hear like. Like feet go up the stairs, and then you just look at each other and be like, turn the TV up a little louder. Um, <laughs> one time, uh, Richie's sister came to our house, and she came in and she's like, "Where's uh, you know her niece?" She goes, "Where's uh, you know her, her niece's name?" I'm not gonna say it, but like, right. she said, "Where is she?" And uh, Richie's like, "What are you talking about? Why would she be here? What are you talking about?" And she's like, "I just saw her in the window." Oh snap! Which was my bedroom window. Nice. And she's like, I just saw her in the window right there when I when I pulled in the driveway. And Richie's like, What are you talking about? She's not here. <laughs> and then, and she's like, Yeah, there was the, a light on in the in the room, and I could see like her shadow, her silhouette. She was waving to me out of the window when I pulled in the driveway. And just there was nobody there. Yeah. There was nobody there. So and that was my house. That was my bedroom. Was and I'm room. like, Damn, I gotta sleep in the living room now. Now you're all creeped out. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Another time. The, the, this, this is all happening in the same spot. Yeah, this is the this is the worst thing that happened in that house. I'll tell you, <laughs> we were practicing in the basement one time. Okay. And I stole a bunch of building materials from work. Okay. And I built a soundproof room in the basement so we could play as loud as we wanted. Right. And this thing was like airtight and it was dope, man. It was like a soundproof carpets all over the walls and ceiling. Like it was like it was plush in there, you know what I mean? <laughs> so we're in there practicing. I believe it was a box cutter practice okay. at the time. All right. We're or it might have been a mushmouth or something like that. But we're, whatever. We're, so we're in there jamming out loud. No, I'm sorry. Crotch. This is Wisdom and Chains okay. because Big Show was there. This is okay. the be- this is in the beginning. Shout so out to Big, Big Show. Yeah, Big Show was there. So we're playing now. When I say airtight, I mean this was airtight. Okay. So the door, when you close the door, your ears will pop. 
from the pressure. Okay. And when you open the door, that your ears would pop again. All right. Because it would make like a vacuum almost yeah. in this place. So you created that whole thing. Yeah, I you built it skills. like pre- precision. I'm, I'm, not, I'm nice, man. I'm, I'm nice, nice with a hammer. I'm nice. <laughs> so we uh, were, were practicing in the basement and Big Show standing over near the door. Okay. And the door opens. Oh, shit. And you had to really put your shoulder into this door to open it. Right. And the door opened and Big Show looked out and there's nobody there. And so he shut the door. And we keep playing and the door opens again and there's nobody there. And Big Show's eyes get real big and he's like, yo, what the fuck? You know? yeah. But we're playing music at the time. Like yeah. We're still playing. I'm still singing. Everybody's playing. And uh, he shuts the door again. And water starts pouring out of the ceiling on Big Show's head. Water came from the ceiling and poured on his head. Now, there it was a bathroom directly above him. Right. There was pipes there. There was plumbing. Right. But, but what just are the chances? The coincidence. The co- yeah, exactly. And we're like, yo, what the fuck? Did he get freaked out? Yeah, he's freaked out. He's a big dude. It right? must be funny to watch him get freaked out. And so he moves, and we're like, pulled the carpet away from the ceiling. We're like, looking up there. And there was pipes, and you know what I mean? It was like, it definitely was like water came out of a pipe, but it yeah. wasn't leaking anywhere else. Like, it wasn't continuously leaking. Right. Like, water just poured on his head and stopped. Right? Dude, that's awesome. And that's as we're weird. looking, so as we're looking at these pipes, trying to figure out what happened, what does this mean? The lights flicker and Get shut the off. Fuck <laughs> out of here. And that Dude, was the I'd end be of out. yeah. That was the end of practice that day. We just yeah, went up in the living room and kind of like. Turn the TV I mean, you turn the TV up louder. And don't, and just don't talk to, about, don't talk about it. <laughs> Put out a plate of cookies for yeah. the ghost. You know. She wants to go. My daughter wants to go live in the house. Oh, you don't want to live there, man. She, she likes crazy. all that kind of stuff. I'm scared of it. I can't take it, man. I can't take it. I gotta turn more lights on. You know. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, there's some weird shit. And where was that? Was that was up there? That's Shawnee on the Delaware. Okay. There's a town of the, the town itself is called Shawnee on the Delaware. Okay. And um, there's a big, big resort there. There's a golf course. It's like it's like a famous vacation spot. Yeah. And uh, we lived in a pretty nice community there because you know when you got five roommates, you can all you can afford an expensive place. Oh, well, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. Um, so we were living in a place that was a little too nice for us, <laughs> but it was also fucking haunted. Yeah. So yeah. Well, you, you got know. good stories out of it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. That happened in a few different houses I lived in, man. Really? Yeah. Maybe it's you. A couple different houses. Maybe they're following you. I don't know, man. You're, you might be right. Cause Something like that. They're following happens. somebody who's with you. It doesn't happen now. It stopped happening. Fortunately, let me knock on wood. So you shook it. It stopped happening. <laughs> but it happened a few times where, like, I was bugged out and I had to, like, yeah. move. <laughs> like, oh I moved. Oh, my God. There's, there's one that I actually moved that my brother moved out in the middle of the night. No shit. My, I like up my, and out, like I'm Yeah, out like I was like, yo, where are you? Where, like, yeah, where's your car? Hey, yeah, did you leave? Are you at work? And he's like, nah, I moved. What? And my brother, my my, my brother Simon, my, my flesh and blood yeah. brother, just moved in the middle of the night. Well, something some, must have went down. Yeah, some crazy shit happened. And he oh just moved. God. And I was in this house alone. Like... We it, it went from like four roommates down to to three to two, and then it was just me. And I'm like, yo, 
Like I'm in this haunted house, <laughs> and I had to. I'm like in my bedroom, like with the door shut all day and all night. Like you know, like uh, like <laughs> I, paranoid. I, to- I cough real loud when I'm going to the kitchen. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Turn every light on. <laughs> Let something know that I'm on my way. Yeah, I'm That's like cool. playing Metallica real loud. Like, <laughs> all right, go to get some ice cream. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Must have felt like a half a wacko doing it, but that was like for your own protection. You didn't know what that was gonna be. Yeah, around. you gotta play Metallica loud or to get you. You know, yeah. everybody knows that. That's it. Everyone will. Well, everybody knows know that. If you didn't know that, you're smart <laughs> enough. Yeah, That's master cool. of puppets, as loud as you can. That's it. That's I lived in this other place, man. Yo, this this was the the scariest thing I think that I ever saw. Okay. Now, where is this taking place? This is another place I lived in, Mount Pocono. Okay. So, I, all right. And, and when I tell you the scariest thing I ever saw, like you, you, you when you hear, you hear stories and people say like they lost, they went weak in the knees, yeah, or like fell over, yeah. Like I was. About you know, I was a ha- just a hair away from falling. Like yeah. my, that, my I knees. Don't you, I don't picture you to be like a guy that kind of faints. Yo, listen, my <laughs> knees started like shaking. Really? Like, like if I was arthritic at the time, they probably would have made some Bugs Bunny noises. <laughs> I was really close. It was close, man. All right. So I'm all ears. <laughs> I was staying. Uh, at the, all right, I, I, I left my parents' house when I was 17, okay. and I I was still in high school. Right. And I I finished high school, but I wasn't I didn't have a home at the time. I was just like sleeping on couches and you know on the street and shit like that. Right. How we doing? We're good on time. We're good. Okay. Dude, I have I can record us for 430 hours. All right, so we got time. <laughs> We're good. I'll sell a couple more. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I'm sure everyone who's listening, I'm sure that this is a background noise, but listen, we're having a conversation. You're a fly on the wall. Yeah. You like these stories that my daughter's entertained too by Mad Joe? This one's sick. You're going to hate this one. I hate it. I hate telling it because it makes me scared still. All right, so um, I stayed with my friend Joe in Mount Pocono. Okay. Between, you know, being on the street and having my first apartment, I was staying with my friend Joe. Right. And my brother was living there too at the time, my brother Simon. And we were in the basement of another mansion. Okay? This is a giant old stone mansion. Yeah, it's the theme of this whole episode, mansions. Yeah, I think if you move into like a giant old mansion, like it's obvious there's there's something, (laughs) some bad shit happening in old stone mansions. Something. So, we lived in the basement. Right. And there was the shower that we had to use was was upstairs in this mansion. And our our bedroom is two floors away in the basement, okay? okay. And if if you came home, if I came home late at night, I didn't want to disturb anybody upstairs, so I would just go straight down to the basement, you know. Right. So there's one particular evening. Well, let me tell you this about the house first. Talk to me. Randomly Throughout the day, for no reason, no explanation whatsoever, uh-huh. a music box would play. See now, that's a, see that's like that's also like a cliche fucking. It's thing. very cliche. Like a little ballerina opening. Doo, 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 doo. But I lived there, and I'm telling you, you would hear a music box. Okay. You would just hear it. It would be two in the afternoon at one time. Okay. It'd be seven o'clock in the evening another time. Right. It'd be three in the morning another time. But you would hear a music box playing that old I don't know what song it was right. but you could tell like the the tone of a music box sure. 
so it would just start playing. I don't know what it meant. I don't know. But it's just, oh, there's that fucking sound. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I came, I came home. I'm going to guesstimate it's 1, 1.30 okay. in the morning. And the music box is playing. As I walk in the house, I hear the music box. Right. Okay? This family had an old grandfather clock. Okay. And they had put some sort of fluorescent lighting in it. Okay. Just for, like, ambiance. I guess so, So it yeah. kind of looked cool, you know, yeah. in a different setting. It yeah. would look cool. Yeah. In this setting, it, was, it just made shadows, and I didn't like it. <laughs> and I didn't like it. So, <laughs> so I could see the shadows... Okay. I can hear the music box, and I walk around the corner to where the grandfather clock is, and I see a human figure sitting on the steps down to the basement. All right. Which startled me because it's 1.30 a.m., and I see a human figure sitting on the steps. And who's in my house? Right. So I spoke to it. I was like, yo, what's up? Yo, I'm home. I thought it was my brother. I thought it was somebody, I don't know, somebody that had taken a shower. Yeah. And then, okay. you know, that was just chilling on the steps. Yeah. For some weird reason at that hour. So it just sat there silent and still. <laughs> Now, did you see its face? And I said, yo. Back to you. I said, yo. <laughs> yo, what's up? I'm over here. I'm talking to it because I'm like, oh, shit. All right. And I flick a light switch on. I am not bullshitting you. It was a marionette puppet. The kind that you, the mouth, yes. you work the mouth with yeah. the little stick yeah. thing. Yeah. It was one of those, like howdy doody. Yeah. It was one of those okay. sitting on a step. Creepy. And it, my knees started <laughs> my shaking, knees. and I almost fell to the floor. Really? I almost fell over because where did this thing come from? I, this is an old creepy house. They have a ton of old antiques and old shit. You it's never probably, saw it there before. No, it's not like something that I, you know, on display. Yeah, I don't obviously think so. it's something that belonged in the house because I saw it days later. Like the kids were playing with it and shit. Right. But when I came home, it was. I realized it's not haunted. I realized a kid put it there and left it there. Right. But. When I saw it, I was like, "There's a, there's a some old movie from the '70s, you know, like the old like the '70s horror yeah, films. Yeah, they're scary on like so many different levels. Yeah, because they have this like the content is scary, but they also had this weird like soundtrack background yeah. noise, just uh -huh. like wah 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 wah, wah 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 wah, just some weird <laughs> shit. Yes, that." I saw a movie like that with a marionette puppet once. Did you ever see the movie Taurus Trap? Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Is that does it have one of those in oh, it? Oh yeah, dude. There's a lot. He makes mannequins out of people and they have the weird fucking That might be the movie I dude, saw. Dude, it I don't was know. creepy. It's creepy. Still to this day I'm forty two, I watch it, it's creepy. I watched it when I was first it was from like the mid seventies. That might be the one I saw. Taurus trap. But it scared the crap out of me when I was a little kid and yeah. then it's you know, if I see that thing on the steps at night <laughs> it might might make it's, your knees weak. It's gonna make a it's gonna cause a reaction for sure. You see, no, Some no. sort of reaction. Right, you should write a Wisdom and Chain song. Yeah, where you get I don't your know. ideas from? Where do you get your ideas from? <laughs> from fear. From fear. Fear-based ideas. Yeah. No, that. So, yeah, I have had a. I don't know. I, I wouldn't call that actually like paranormal, other than the music box. But it was scary as well, shit. Yeah, I mean, well, why would a music box be playing at random times on its own anyway? That's yeah. a little weird. My brother Makes saw me raise some. An eyebrow. My brother saw some shit in the house too. Yeah. But uh, there's. 
definitely some Pocono ghosts out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I brought that up. I yeah. all kinds of, <laughs> Joe gets weak in the knees and all kinds of stuff. That's funny. Um, there's some. Well, I don't want to talk about too much stuff in front of your daughter, but well, well you'd be surprised. She's she's seen The Exorcist. No, no. There's other Poconos. There's other stories I could tell you, but they're a little more raunchy. Oh yeah, yeah, all right. So um, <laughs> we could talk about that on the next. You know, we'll yeah. do this again. I'll tell yeah. you the one. You know, what I mean? I'll see you at the song club. Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, we'll, we'll, do we'll, maybe we'll do a little uh, part two. around. There's a there's a pay, Pocono payphone story that is okay. the most epic. A Pocono payphone. Pocono payphone story. That's just weird. It doesn't that seem is like they would go together. But absolutely, okay. one of the most epic tales. All right. With the surprise ending. Okay. It's it's incredible. Like, they should make a movie out of the, the Pocono payphone story. So what we're going to do is I'm going to remember this part. And when I see what this is hardcore, I'll just throw it on my phone or whatever real quick. We'll do a 15-minute we'll Richie, Richie Crutch special. There you go. And yeah. you got to tell me about the Pocono payphone deal. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's good stuff. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. Pocono Ghost, I, I guess it's... I mean, I guess it's real. Yeah, there's a lot of folklore. Enough. There's a lot. I've I've heard of it. Like, for some reason, the Poconos. I just I hear a lot of things about ghosts and paranormal stuff. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I hear. I don't know from personal experience. That's why I wanted to ask you. I have no idea. I mean, when you first asked me, I was like, Nah, I don't think so. But now, you know, now yeah, I'm yeah. talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I've seen a lot of shit, man. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Me personally, I don't. I've never really seen anything. I don't really think of it as a haunted place, right. but. Apparently, it is. Apparently, something's going on. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, it's bizarre. I don't know. What? Say what? Say what? What'd you say? You can say it. She said she saw a ghost. I want to hear this one. Go ahead, Alexa. Go ahead, Alexa. <coughs> What's your ghost story? You can say it. I know what you're talking about. Go ahead. Well, I was only a baby, but... Um, I think it was Thanksgiving after um, my grandmother died, and um, I went into her room, and I think I said, like, am I sleeping? And then my dad came in, and he said something, I don't know, I can't really remember it, but um, then something happened, and I'm like, she's not there anymore, I don't know. Wow. It was right. It was right. It was right. Right after my mother passed away, she passed away in, in, in August of 2011. And we always have like this whole every year we would go. My parents had a house in upstate New York, so they would live in Florida at the time. So they would fly from Florida from the Tuesday before Thanksgiving to the Tuesday after, just so we we would all go up just for Thanksgiving and spend a couple of days in the house upstate just for Thanksgiving family deal. So she passed away. So we were like, are oh, we going to go upstate? You know, for Thanksgiving, right at the Spanish so we decided to do that. Um, so we got up there. It was at night. It was me, my ex-wife, her, and my stepfather. And we opened up the door. We shut the alarm off, and it was dark in the house. She knew exactly where my mother's bedroom was. She went right over to there. She looked in the room. She came out. She's like, "Grandma's sleeping." And I was like, "Oh, really?" And she was like, yeah. And then she walked back in and she was like, hey, wait, like, where'd she go? She's not there anymore. And it was weird. And it was weird because I felt there was a, like, I felt my mother in that house. And I have a picture I'll show you on my phone of, 
speaking of we're talking about ghosts and whatnot it was a rainy it was a rainy foggy day and smartphones weren't even really out yet I had a flip phone still and we were down at the bottom of the stairs me and my ex-wife and my daughter were about to leave and my mother would always stand at the bottom of the steps to say goodbye whenever we would leave the house upstate whether it's the summertime a visit whatever and there's no flash on my phone it's a cloudy crazy day and you'll see the picture it is like a burst of like energy in the picture it's crazy wow. and then like two weeks later I went back upstate to get some stuff that I had like in storage up there and the house had a completely different feel to it like there was nobody there but but there was it was, there was definitely some sort of like she was there dude and I, and I am very 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 skeptical of all of that stuff yeah. but like at that point like she was there dude like it was it was bugged out now let me ask you this What's and up? you too Alexa. And I think also because they say like like animals and little little children yeah. are very sensitive to that kind of stuff. So when you think about that, is that scary to you? That doesn't scare you? Does it scare you? No. But I do have a scary story that like didn't happen too long ago. That terrifies me. Really? I'm just like you know, like that terrifies me. It doesn't. It doesn't. Even scare if me it, all. I think it's kind of like, cool I, in a weird. Even way. if it's somebody that I know that's close to me, if it's like a thing I can't see, that's like you know touching me or whatever, or like right. doing something. Yeah. I, I, to me, that just I don't know what. Maybe it's, it's like, just the way I was raised. Yeah. That like very. I was raised very religiously and superstitiously. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I'm. I don't know, man. That bugs me out, man. Does it? Yeah, it does. Really it. I, I, I kind of think it's cool. Like, it's just like, all right. Like, like, and like I said, like, I'm very skeptical of all that stuff. It's like, I, I'm always the type of person, like, I'll believe it when I see it type stuff. You know what I mean? And like, and my, my girlfriend is very, very, very sensitive to that kind of stuff. And she's like, she's all in when it comes to spirits and ghosts and all that stuff. Like, and, and I'm not going to get into detail, but there's certain things that had gone down in the house that we're at now and, like, that have come out, basically, that she would never know that had come out. And so I'm talking very cryptically that no one's really going to understand what I'm talking about. But put it this way, it's like she's almost made me like a believer of certain things. Yeah. Because there's certain things that she would not know at all like 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 a psychic medium type deal and it's like there's no way that you would know that you would know you would not know these names you would there's certain things that revolve uh, involved around my mother that she knows and my mother and my my girlfriend never met and so it's, it's crazy if you listen if you got a chance if you're on a commute how long does it take you to get from the Poconos to, to work every day uh, in the morning it's about an hour and 15 minutes alright so so between you going home and coming back if you listen if you go back to it's episode 49 it's 2 hours and 20 minutes long it's my basically my abridged life story and you'll hear all about that stuff wow so it's it gets it's it's personal and it's raw and it's crazy and it's honest but from like as a little kid basically <laughs> up to like right now the abridged version and towards the end I get into the things surrounding my mother's death wow okay. and it's crazy it's crazy hold on one second yes baby which one? What stories though? We're gonna wrap this up soon because Joe has to go home soon. 
which ones? Go ahead. Okay, get, get your little... Uh, All right, here we go. Here we go. Scary story from Alexa. Scary story from Alexa. Alexa, what time is it? Oh, come on. The other Alexa would know. Uh, oh, you get it now? The Amazon Alexa? All right, go ahead. What's your story, kiddo? Um, the first one is... We're well, going to tell one story, so pick the best one. Okay. So, um, it was, like, really late. It was a school night. In my room, door closed. I had a really small TV, and I didn't have a bug bed at that time. And I was just watching TV, looking around my room, because I'm pretty scared of the dark. And I know this story. Go on. And all of a sudden... Like, I just see a weird black long figure that's, like, not even standing. It's, like, it's like a walking dog, but it was, like, hu- like a small human size, like, a little bit taller than me. Right. And its arms and legs were the same exact size, and it sprint from my front door to where my window was next to my bed. It literally just sprinted. What? Really quick. And you don't know what it was? No. Did you close your eyes and then you look and it was gone? No, I I just put my head under my covers and I just slept like that. Okay. Now, see, I would move. See, Joe would move. I would have to move. I would be like, You're well, hanging out waiting for more things like that to happen. Joe is packing his yeah, suitcases. I'm out. I'm out. Somebody already lives here. That's the way I'm seeing it. Yeah. Somebody already lives here. Yeah, you ain't invited. Uh, I'm, you know. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm intruding. <laughs> that's a good story. Yeah, scary but stuff. That's scary to me. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't, I don't get creeped out by stuff like that. I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> Listen, if I see anything that's arms and legs are the same size, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> awesome. That's a devil. That's, that's a, a demon. devil. I'm out. There's another one that I saw a piece of clothes move on a hanger. What? By itself. A piece night. of clothes? Yeah. All right. Sometimes that happens when the windows open and the breeze no, comes was, in. there was no window. I knew you were going to say that. It was in a room with no windows. Yes. <laughs> it was in a room with no windows. Well, the windows sort of flapping around. Well, yeah. there were windows. No, the air conditioner was off. Was the air conditioner off? Let me, let me tell you, the air conditioner was off. But literally... There was no door, even. Right. But no door. It was, it was just really quick, though. It, was, it went side to side. Okay. All right. Good stuff. <laughs> when I was a kid, I had a pair of pants that would walk around by itself. Now that's creepy. Who just walking around by itself? One time it chased me, chased me down the stairs. <laughs> and he ran outside and there's. I ran outside. I had no pants. That was my pants. I was trying to put the pants on and it chased me downstairs. I ran outside with no pants on. Crazy. Yeah, that awesome. really happened. True story. Yeah. Pocono ghost pants. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pocono pants, Pocono ghost pants. All right, um, all right. Last time, you want to wrap it up? You have to, you have to go back. Anyway, uh, right? Yeah, I mean, whatever. We got some. I got some more time. You can, right. you know, yeah. there's no, not a super rush. But. No, I hear you. No, I just figured if you wanted to talk a little bit more about the record coming out, how about your podcast, man? Oh yeah, yeah. So it's it's one of my favorite, and I'm not just saying that because you guys make me laugh. And Ray is a funny dude. I met Ray briefly at the Terror Show, but then in the podcast that I do with Richie, he said that he was in bad shape. He probably doesn't even remember meeting me. Yeah, <laughs> I was sending stuff to Luke also, and Luke, Luke was in bad shape too. He said too. Um, 
Yeah, there was. We so our podcast is Post America Podcast, the Post America Podcast. Yes, and um, at Post Americans. No, what's it on Instagram? <coughs> Instagram is uh, at Post America Podcast. Right. I used to do Twitter, but I don't even mess with Twitter anymore. Yeah, I, I think I, I follow you I on all that stuff. I don't understand it. <laughs> I, I'm not a big into Twitter either. I just don't. I get have it. it. I original, honestly, I originally got the Twitter account. So I can bullshit back and forth with like with like Vinny and and Jeff from Done Deal and stuff because they would seem like to be they they were on it, but now it's just like I'm on it just to be there. But I have like 200 people to follow it. It's nothing. Yeah, I, th- I get a lot more production out of Instagram and Facebook, Absolutely. so I, I mess with those. You know, right. what I mean? same here. <coughs> Post American so, podcast. Yeah. So uh, it started out as just me, Richie, and Chris. Right, and it's kind of morphing as we go into Ray's like a more than a regular now. Yeah, he's he's, he's like, like every other episode at least. Yeah, and he's contributing a lot of stuff too, and he's like he's got a lot of cool ideas that are going to be make it a lot better. Yeah. in the future. But we just have fun. It's very similar to this. We just just a couple friends hanging out talking and like, making each other laugh, and um, we we have uh, I don't know we we every now and then we'll record a whole bunch of episodes. You know what I mean? And I would then like we'll go, to do that. And then we'll go go a couple weeks without recording anything. You know what just I mean? Just drop them. And then we just put them out as we get them. Yep. Um, we're actually due for one. So we're, Did you we just were, recently drop one? We put one out uh, yesterday or the day before. Yeah, we just put out I didn't our listen to 70, yet. 71st episode. Right. Which is kind of funny. Like, I mean, I know you got a lot. You I'm got this a lot is 56, of and it's like I don't even know. It's it technically it's like full episodes. It's 56, but then there's like five or six like short 15, 15, 20 minute ones. Yeah. I did one that was like 48 minutes, which isn't I don't know why, but it was a quote unquote one on one with Danny Boy House of Pain. As the Voltage Lounge, nice. It was backstage with that with him. I did a one-on-one, which is almost like it's almost an hour too, but it's it's not considered a full episode with the kid uh, Tim Tim Anderson from the Ill Street News podcast from Philly. Okay. Yeah, so I did one with him, but there's like 61, I think, total, but 56 quote unquote regular full episodes. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose that we should have more than 71 at this point, <laughs> but Things 71 to now. me, it seems like a lot. I'm it like, is damn, a lot. we did this 71 times. It is a lot. Like, I sound, it seems like a lot to me. Um, we we have some one some of my favorite ones would, would be like Roger, yeah. Brett. Uh, Scott Ebanks was really dope. Unbelievable, yeah. Crazy story with that dude. Yeah, Hoya, Hoya is one of my favorite people on yes, earth. I know. And anytime, you know, podcast or no podcast, we always have a good time. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. We've had a Stickman Fury 5. That was the first one we ever yeah. did. Yeah. And it was like, wow, it's hard to like, <laughs> like it's hard to be that good. Like it was, it was such yeah. a good episode right off the bat. And now right off the bat, you feel like you have to step it up and you have to outdo yourself. But yeah, yeah, it's like like when I started it, like it was, it basically started as like I'm going to do a hardcore thing, and because what I wanted to do, I wanted to do like a like a Brooklyn block party like summer weekend festival like get a stage and I, I wanted to get like a bit I wanted to for some reason I don't know why not even a honk I wanted obituary to play in the middle of the street in Brooklyn like oh, I wanted shit. to see that you <laughs> know I wanted crazy. to see that, that you know crazy. that's what I wanted to do so we were like you know what the guys that I was working with at the time it was like let's put a podcast together just to promote it and then that never happened because the, the permits or whatever just didn't line up so the podcast just started happening and it was basically just a music thing at first like 
like I said, like I've had like Lou on and the other guys from Sick of It All. I had Mina Caputo was on and Eddie Leeway and Rap Bones and you know people like that. But then again, I had like Joe D'Onofrio. Who's you know he he played young Joe Pesci in yeah. Goodfellas? Hey, Hendry, that guy, you know, and him, and she has her own episode. Like she's sitting there on there reading like second grade or third grade questions and making me feel stupid. Like, <laughs> Dad, what's so, an open number line? I don't, what are you talking about? Like, so she has her own little episode, and but like, you know, I did one up just myself and guys from Candiria, and like, but then again, it's not like necessarily a hardcore thing. You know what I mean? It's it's. Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be that that six degrees of separation. I think, though. With I think Luke, hardcore with your life and my life and all of the, you know my guys too. Yeah, it's so interwoven into everything that we do. Even if you are trying on purpose to not make it about hardcore, somehow it's going to be somehow it's going to be, be some in overlap. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, the the fun thing to me about what we're doing is the different perspectives. So, three very, four, including Ray, four very unique personalities. Absolutely. And unique backgrounds and perspectives. Yes. You know what I mean? Because all four of you guys are completely different. Yeah. It's weird. Like, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. Why would we even be in the room together? It it works, though. (laughs) It absolutely works. Like, why would Ray... And Chris Mavramatis ever be in the same room in together? Yeah. Why would that ever happen? <laughs> it's weird. It should never happen. But somehow <laughs> it happens, and we're all you know we all love each other, and it's like a, we all make each other laugh. Yeah, and uh, that's what it's all about, man. Yeah, I don't take it serious. Yeah. I take it serious in the perspective. Like I want to just remain consistent, so I'm serious in that aspect. But actually, when I do it, it's like. It's supposed to be a good time. I don't feel like I'm stiff having bullshit with you. You know what I mean? It's like... And I'll say this for people who do listen or might listen in the future. We bust Chris Marimadis' balls endlessly. Endlessly. But without a doubt, and I'm dead serious when I say this, he's the smartest person I know. Right. And we love him dearly, and he knows that it's just for entertainment. Of course he does. But he is... Without a doubt, the smartest person I really? know. Without a doubt. Okay. Like, it's not even close. There's not even a close second. <laughs> really? He's the smartest person I know. Is he borderline psycho because he's that smart? No, no. No. He's just genius, man. He's Is a genius. He? Yeah. Okay. He's an, he's a doctor. He's a real doctor. Dude, he was he's in, like he an was archaeologist. In, he's yeah. Indiana Jones. He was in school, university, for 11 years, man. He's a doctor. That's he bananas. writes papers. He has published papers. And he hangs out with Ray and you guys. And he hangs out with Ray. <laughs> Charitably <laughs> hangs out with Ray Ray. And now That's Ray cool. Ray was in a college of his own for a few years. Yes. And he's got another education that a lot of that we have we know nothing about. You Which, know what I mean? Yes, but those Which stories is, are those stories are unbelievable. Yo, he's he Ray had a vision of what he wanted his life to be and he went and did it. Yeah. And he lived to tell the tale. That's it. And the tale is Crazy. It sounds, it sounds made up. It, it sounds made up. It does. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm so grateful that he's alive and kicking, and he's like hanging out with us because he should have been dead a, a few times over. Right. He should have been dead. Just from what I know, just from the podcast and stuff like that, from, from your from your podcast, it's like it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. He's he's so he's such an amazing dude. Yeah. Like no bullshit. He is. Amazing man, yeah. And that dude, he he can do. He's smart. He's yeah. super smart. 
he can do anything he he wants. Yeah, he's he's that smart and he's that driven. Like he, if he wants to do something, like he make it happen. I don't know if you're familiar with his Thailand trips from but the podcast. Yeah, Ray Ray just said I want to go see some shit. He got a passport and he's like I want to go somewhere I've never been before. Anyway, he chose Thailand and he went to Thailand and like. Is like he, he's, he's like he's meeting a up business, with hardcore. He's like a kids. business owner over there now. Yeah. He's like he's he meets like up with like hardcore people over yeah, there. Yeah, he connected like dots yeah. between here and Thailand, and he's like a mover and a shaker in Thailand. It's yeah. just incredible. Man. That's like, awesome. He could do anything. He's he's amazing, man. Yeah. He's a really amazing dude. I'm sure I'll see him at this is hardcore. Yeah, you definitely. Will. Yeah, definitely. Good stuff. I'll I'll, I'll re meet him again. So. Yeah, the podcast is really fun. Yeah, it is. We have a good time doing it. We definitely need to do more, but we have a really good time doing it. And we have a lot of people that are that want to be on as yeah. guests. Yeah. It's just really cool that people oh, yeah. are actually hitting us up to like to, to Dude, get on the I podcast, get it too, and I'm like, like, really? Yeah, I'm like, wow, that's cool. Man. It's awesome. Yeah. It's like, sure. Like whenever, let's let's put something together. I'm down for whatever. You yeah. know. Yeah, Make it easier fun, for you. I don't care. I'll come meet you. Now that I have this contraption, you can do it anywhere. Yeah. I go everywhere. You can do it anywhere. I'll have this thing in my in my backpack. This is hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, man. Bust out a quick five minute episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like five, I said, ten, twenty, whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, whatever I want. Like I said, it's like four hundred hours I could put on this thing. That's incredible. It's bananas. Yeah. You see, there's one, two, three, four, four different channels, and then this you could get one that has two two little uh, inputs that you snap onto here, and there's two more. I don't know how like the Facebook algorithms or Instagram al- algorithms work, Maybe. but I get advertisements for this thing all really? the time, all the time. Maybe and with the band record. Maybe because you have a podcast and you do a lot of audio stuff with the band and stuff like that. Maybe oh, yeah. Weird. Maybe you're chipped and you don't even realize it. Yeah, we all are. Hopefully, I am. Hopefully, I hope, I hope so. <laughs> you hopefully you chipped. My big brother will always take care of me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what baby? What? Oh, stop. 12 plus 10. 22? 22. 12 plus <laughs> that took me too long. What is it? 12 plus 10 is 22. 12 plus 10? It's 22. No. 12 plus right. 10 is 22. Dude, I just killed that math problem. Dude. For an audience. She'll, she'll hit me up with things like that, <clears throat> and I feel like, I'm, like, I don't know, I need to go back to school. Oh, my God. It's bad. Yeah, I know. My, my son is 12, and he just... They have the dude. Common Core stuff over there, too? Uh, like, this way to do, like, long division. It's, yeah, like, 75 yeah. different ways. I'm like, really? I'm like, <clears throat> yeah. I'm like, how does this even work? Like, it shouldn't. It doesn't matter how you get to the answer as long as your answer's right. Yeah, They got to show this whole stuff. It's, like, paragraphs. That, it's like, nah, man, this is just, no, but I have to do it this way. It's crazy, man. So, <clears throat> I guess, I mean, it's not a bad thing in... For, for my son, because he could do the quick way and the right, short, the, the long way. You know right. what I mean? He could yeah. do he could do both. So I guess, I guess maybe there's some. I think that in the future, a skill will develop because of all of these. Long, you're prob- you know, I think you're, you're I think they're making right. kids do it for a reason that we aren't unfamiliar with. But I think, but it's already in the making. Yeah, people who would be in charge of like writing math policies know that kids are going to need a certain skill in the right. future of like writing these these problems out you know what you kind of like writing code for for you know right. writing computer code or something like that or you algorithms. know what that's crazy because 
I never thought of it that way, and that kind of actually makes sense. So we get frustrated because the kid asks you a, pr- a math problem for helping <laughs> help you with my homework, and you're like, I don't fucking know that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that. This, this, is, this is stupid. Bullshit, you know? <laughs> Pluto's still a planet, goddammit. <laughs> Pluto yeah. is still a goddamn planet. But, <laughs> but, uh, Even though I, I have mad respect for Neil deGrasse Tyson, but he's the one that took it off. Yeah, come on, bro. Yeah, <laughs> come on, Neil. Come on, bro. What's the matter with you? <laughs> so we don't like change, you know what I mean? And we don't like our math being fucked with. Yeah, man. <laughs> but uh, I think in the future, it's going to manifest itself in a in a way that you're, you know, we'll be gl- we'll be glad our kids have this extra s- skill set that right. we don't have because right. they'll be more qualified for certain jobs or whatever. Yeah, I think so. At least that's you know, that's what the story I'm telling myself. I- I'm on board. <laughs> I'm on board with I you. Been you yeah. sold me, man. You nice. sold me. <laughs> Oh shit! You're cool, man. All right. Anything else about? All right. Record comes out. Record comes out July twentieth. Twentieth. Fast break records. Fast break records in Europe. It's Demons Run Amok rec- uh, records, I guess, or Entertainment. Demon, Demons Run Amok. I did just Google Demons Run Amok. Demons Run Amok. A M O K. A M O K. That's how you spell a muck. A mock. I guess. Or mock. Uh, yeah, demons run a mock. Yeah, they run that mock, son. Yeah, they run that. You'll run your mock. Run that mock, son. <laughs> uh, we are yeah, happy with pre- the record, yeah, get, man. Get your pre-order bundles too. There's dope skateboard decks. Yo, I saw the skateboard deck in person for the first time. Dope, right? Last weekend. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it was so cool to hold yeah. it. I'm like, I always wanted a skateboard, like you know, my band, and this was like, it's not. It's it's an old school shape. Yeah. It's the old school shape. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's really, really cool, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy with it. They look so cool in person. Uh, I'm sure. It's so cool. Nice. I don't know if I'll get to take one home with me, but hopefully. Are you gonna do are you gonna do any uh any 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 new songs at, at this hardcore? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Cause we have like we, we go on tour later that week, you know what I mean? Like the the, the following week, so we have a lot of stuff. Rehearsed, right? You know, we, we started rehearsing all the new shit, and we actually we have a video coming out. Yeah, uh, speak about <clears> it. I wish I, I could have been there. Let me check real quick. Yeah, you did. You just recently did some of it at championships, right? We did last weekend at championship, and the right. weekend before that, we were in Philly filming some stuff for the video. Right, and it's uh, it's pretty cool, man. I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked with it. Oh wow, I just got a update on our. The song for today. The uh, we just leaked the song today. Not leaked. You didn't leak it. You released. <laughs> it. Yeah, we released it. <laughs> leaked leaked it. it. I wanted it to sound cooler than it was. <laughs> it's alright. Yeah, it was leaked. I'm so pissed about it. But go check it out. The link said. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's doing really well. It's awesome. Doing really well. See that? Better than the last two songs we leaked so far. And really? It's the first day. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. See that breaking news right here. So. <laughs> Let me see here. I want to see if there's a release date for the video. Whatever, the video's coming out. Uh, before this is hardcore, it'll be out. And what's the name of the song for the video? The song for the video is called Already Dead. Uh, features our friend Matt from the band Noise from out in Tacoma, Washington. Cool, like, street rock band. Right. And he's got such a unique voice and a crazy, like, phrasing. I had it. I had sung the song uh, um, the way I heard it, yeah. and I sent it to him. And what he sent me back was, like, ten times better than what I sent him. You know what I mean? It All was, right. like, a really cool surprise nice. to, like, get have him put his twist, his own personal twist on it. Yeah. And really 
it, to me, it took the song like to a, a better place than it, than where it was, you know. Beautiful. So I was really happy that he was on. Uh, so it'll be out before this is hardcore. It'll be out before this is hardcore. Maybe nice. around like the fifteenth, I want to say. All right. If my memory is correct, but. All right. Give it take a just day or two. It, yeah, give it take a day or three. Yeah. So keep don't an eye quick, out for that. Yeah, just keep an eye out. Don't quote nobody. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's exciting, man. It's an exciting summer, like yeah. I said before. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, I'm so, happy for the future. Uh, I, you know, truth be told, like we're already like working on new songs. Good. So yeah, yo, you stay, staying fucking staying busy, man. Yeah. Listen, we always have something new cooking up. You know what I mean. Um, so we always have to try to keep it keep it fun, you know. Yeah. Like you said, if it's not fun, what's the point of doing what's it? What's the point of doing it? Everybody right? has realized you're just working. You were telling me before it's, it's hot as balls where you're working. I work. It's you need an outlet, man. And if yeah. you're not gonna have fun with your hobby, your outlet, your second income, whatever it might be, what's yeah, the point of doing, doing it? What are you what doing it for? What are you doing it for? Right. Add misery? No, it's to yeah. escape the nonsense we do on a daily. Yeah, that's, that's it. what I do this for, bro. That's it. Come hang out. Meet up with you. Have my daughter tell ghost stories also on the podcast. It's awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> she's amazing. all wrapped up. Huh? Right, Alexa? Yeah. Just say yeah. She's lost in the ghost world. Yeah. It's all right. Cool. <laughs> That's a good place to wrap it up, bro. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wisdom and Chains, at Wisdom and Chains on Instagram. Just Google it. On, well, Facebook, you just... Just type in wisdom and chains. Yeah, you'll get some links. <laughs> you want you, you you want people to follow you on your Instagram? Sure, X Mad Joe X. Correct. X Mad Joe X. Yeah. And Post America Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Post America at Post America Podcast on Instagram. And you could search it on Facebook too, follow the page there. And I made my shit real easy. Just go to Blast Furnace Productions on Instagram. You hit the link right there in my bio on Instagram. It'll send you to every single link where I'm at. So you don't got to go all over. It's like one-stop shopping. Boom. Boom. You got to show me that trick, too. Link tree. It's easy. Nice. Yeah. I'll, hook you, I'll hook you right up. Give me all the tricks. Awesome. I definitely will. But once again, thank you for your time. See you at This Is Hardcore. Looking forward to the record. Fuck yeah, go buy that record. Go, go buy the buy pre-orders. That go go get a bundle. Go get your skateboard deck. Stop it. And when I put a, a post up, fucking share it. God damn it. Yeah. Thank you. Share it. Let's follow <laughs> me. You know, it's like a community. We follow each yeah, other. Come you on, do help this, me. you share it. I'll Listen. share your shit, you share my shit. Let's That's do it. it. Come on, people. That's it. And with that, you heard it here. We're over here now. Peace. Peace.